Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Good Saturday morning to you. I'm New York video. This, all of this, well, not that, but this is Drive Time Radio. Every Saturday morning from 8 to 9, we get together and talk about the automotive world and cars and things to do with cars uh, from all ends of the spectrum. We go right on from uh, hybrids and electrics all the way up to 797 horsepower SRT, Hellcat, Red Eye, um, incredible cars, fast cars, custom cars. If it has to do with automobilia or the automotive uh, lifestyle, we talk about it on this show. And we get to spend an hour with you every week besides our social media presence at Facebook and Twitter and um, whatever else is out there on social media. I think I'm on almost everything except TikTok. And I'm kind of going back and forth about doing TikTok. I don't know how many people um, are in the upper end of a demo to look at TikTok. But you know what? If it's available to do and it's out there, we should be on it. Because we're all about spreading the good news about cars and about technology and uh, about helping people uh, through our cars. And that's what we were all about here at Drive Time. Nathan is along this morning, our erstwhile producer and man who keeps everything together. Nathan, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Vinny. Doing well. Just got back from a trip from Chicago last night. Yeah, how was how was your trip to Chicago? Did you have a good time? It was just a short, sweet, and uh, to-the-point type trip just to visit family. But yeah, had a good enough time to do all of that. Also took a little road trip down to Columbus and Ohio to see more of my family. Uh, home of the Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's Toledo, actually. But I, I, th- I forget the, something that they make in Columbus. I can't remember right now. But <laughs> Columbus is actually one of those groovy cities that nobody really knows that much about. It suffers, I think, from being in Ohio. But uh, it's um, it's kind of a cool city. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, too, because it's the state's capital city as well. So you think that people would probably know a little bit more about it. Yeah, but it seems to fly under the radar for uh, for some reason. And um, I bet you the people in Columbia, uh, Columbus are actually happy about that because they don't get uh, 9 million people from California or New York moving there. They get to kind of keep it its own uh, kind of thing, which is, uh, which is probably a good thing these days. Their housing prices are probably still affordable. Oh, yeah, they're <laughs> definitely more affordable down there than they are up here. I'll tell you that. And uh, Columbus, they also have the crew, which is their uh, national or MLS soccer team. And they won the world or their championship a year or two ago and beat the Sounders in that. And I'll tell you, even then, their stadium for soccer is much smaller than what would be the uh, new name for Lumen Field. Yeah. Yeah, um, there's um, they also have a a pretty decent uh, hockey team, the Blue Jackets. I, I've, I've been to their arena a couple of times and seen them play. Mm-hmm. And um, I think one year they might have knocked the Penguins out of the playoffs or close to it. 
might have taken him to like a seventh game or something like that when I was back in uh, in Pittsburgh. Because, you know, Pittsburgh, it's a close, not that far a drive to go to Columbia. Right. Uh, Columbus. I don't know why I keep calling it Columbia. Columbus. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, kind of check it out. So, well, um, you know what, Nathan? I'm going to have some fun. Let's uh, let's go early with our, uh, with our Yo Vinny. Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? Oh, Nathan, I love it when you ask me that question. You know, next to how are you? It really uh, makes me feel good to hear you saying that. What am I driving this week, Nathan? Oh, man. You know, once in a while, a car comes along that blows you away. And that was the car that I had a couple of weeks ago, the Dodge uh, Charger Red Eye Hellcat um, that, you know, pumped out 797 horsepower. I was, uh, you know, uh, in love with this car from its sound to its supercharger, wine to everything. It was a great car. It's a contender for uh, one of the cars I didn't want to give back this year. It slots right in there. Well, Dodge said, well, if you like that one, why don't you drive this one? And so this week they have sent me a 2021 Dodge Durango SRT Hellcat, which is the... uh, you know, I haven't driven every SUV out there, but I'm going to think that this is uh, the uh, quickest SUV on land, air, or sea. It is uh, a seven-passenger wagon uh, that's nicely styled, uh, but adds all of the SRT goodies, including a 707-horsepower uh, Hemi engine. Uh, I think it's a 6.4 liter. Uh, all ground effects and the wheels and the big disc brakes and the hood scoops and all the other stuff that goes along with the SRT treatment. And uh, the sound of this thing is, is unbelievable. You don't turn the radio up when you're driving this car. It's not a car that you get in and sing along to. You definitely like to listen to your uh, $84,000, worth of investment uh, whining and grumbling as it goes through the streets. You can't drive it as fast as it'll go. Uh, it's uh, top speed of, I believe, 160 miles an hour. And, you, you know, you're just not going to do 160 miles an hour anywhere on the street. It's fun to have around the track. It is, uh, it, you know, I would hazard a guess to say that it's probably, and I haven't done testing on it yet i haven't taken it on on the road course or anything like that but i'd hazard a guess to say that the um it's as fast as the challenger if not fast lower top speed uh, the challenger's over two uh, the charger i should say is over 200 miles now but i bet you it's as fast as it it's um it's entertaining to drive you know i i don't know that anybody needs this car i don't know that anybody looks at this car and says, wow, that should be, uh, you know, the only car that we have in our garage. This is a car. It's a limited edition car. They say they're only going to make it this year. And it is, uh, it's everything that a, a, a young automotive enthusiast would try to build into a car done at the factory. Great brakes great handling, uh, a launch mechanism so you can smoke the tires, 
and as much horsepower as you can squeeze. Well, actually, I think you could probably squeeze some more horsepower out of this thing. I think there's companies that'll do that for you if you like. Uh, plus, it can tow your boat or your trailer. 8,700 pounds of towing capacity on this thing. And uh, it looks, it looks, um, it draws attention. It has great looks to it. I was in the parking lot of uh, Winco last night up on Aurora. And I'm, I'm, I'm in the park. I pull into a space. I'm sitting in the car for a second, write something down. I write notes as I drive these cars. And um, out of the supermarket come this uh, young woman and a male companion. And the woman looks at the car and she screams out, Hellcat. And, you know, and I'm looking at her and she's looking at the car and the boyfriend is, or husband, whatever, is like looking all around. He's like in puzzlement. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know if somebody's attacking her, if she saw an old friend from high school or what. But she made it clear in a second. She started pointing to the car and, and, and screaming a Hellcat, a Hellcat, like she'd never seen one before. Maybe she hadn't because this car only has 2,000 in production. So if you see one, it's probably a rare thing. And um, the excitement that it created uh, for her and uh, the way people look at this car is, if you're an automotive enthusiast, is what you like uh, to see. You like to see people get excited about your car. And, you know, you used to have to, uh, you know, buy a Ferrari or, or a Maserati or something like that to get into this thing. But uh, now you can roll them off the fact uh, off the uh, showroom floor if you can get one. I believe all of them are sold out, but it's really a, an incredible vehicle and we'll review it fully in the weeks to come. But 6.2 liters, 710 horsepower, 645 pound feet of torque. It, um, an eight-speed automatic, 3.6 seconds is what the factory advertises that it will go to. Uh, it will uh, achieve that speed. Wow. Uh, 12 seconds in the quarter mile. And like I said, 8,700 pounds towing has uh, a great um, tuned suspension with adaptive dampers and 20-inch wheels. It's... um. And Brembo brakes, which means it's going to stop. So uh, I'm having fun with this car. I'm going to take it on a bit of a trip. The only thing is, is the gas needle moves as fast as the speedometer does. I mean, it really sucks down gas. So be advised, if you're going to buy one of these, you should probably have a cousin or an uncle or a father or somebody that owns a gas station can give you a good deal on gas so you have so much disposable income. Uh, that you're not really worried about uh, disposable income. Uh, speaking about Stellantis, big announcement from uh, uh, the company that has Chrysler and Jeep and, um, you know, Peugeot and, and Fiat and several marts uh, that uh, bought, Stellant uh, bought the, uh, Fiat Chrysler automobiles uh, earlier this year. It was finalized. They bought it last year. And um, they have come out uh, with an edict uh, where they are going to take the, com the company electric. All that you see from them will uh, become electric. The one I think uh, most people are keeping an eye on is uh, 
the Jeep. 4XE, when they did their uh, reveal this week, and we'll have it on, uh, it'll be on our, uh, our Facebook page. We'll put a link to it up there so you can watch what we watched. Uh, they have developed solar-powered recharging stations so that, uh, you know, one of the fears about these electric off-road vehicles is what happens if I run out of electric. Well, you have two things going on here. Number one, you have these solar-powered stations that will, you know, um, charge up your car in the middle of the woods. Uh, in the back roads, they'll strategically place in places and you can go and charge up your car where no electric lines previously existed. And they look to be fairly environmentally friendly. Uh, the second thing is they are introducing or will be introducing by 2025 peer-to-peer -peer charging, which means that you can take your car that's fully charged and dump in some charge to the off-road vehicle. It's not fully charged and continue on your merry way. So you got to give cheap kudos. They're responding to the times uh, as they did when they initially started the brand. Uh, you know, it was started as a response to the need for a uh, general purpose vehicle, therefore Jeep in World War II. And um, since then, the company has, uh, you know, come out with a line of products all the time uh, that responds to the need of their, as they like to call it, their community, their group of enthusiasts. So good job by them. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that all works out. If you want more information, you can go to Stellantis.com uh, and uh, learn more. Or as I said, we'll put a link up on our Facebook page. Okay. Got an announcement coming up for you in the next segment. I'm going to talk to a gentleman who is making his way across country for a very good cause will tell you how you and I and everybody else can get involved in his trip. Even if you're sitting in your armchair in the living room, it's a Saturday morning. It's drive time radio. I'm New York Vinny on 1150 KKNW. American cars guzzle gas. American cars are all style and no substance. American cars don't last. To all that, American Motors says nuts. This American Motors Concord and this spirit are built to be more than just good looking. They're tough, tougher than ever before. The only American cars with galvanized steel and 100% of the exterior body panels. That's right, 100%. And Concorde and Spirit are more fuel efficient than ever before. This Concorde actually gives you better mileage than Chevy Citation. Only the tough Americans give you Z-Bard factory rust protection and a full five-year no rust through warranty. Tough can be beautiful. Plus the exclusive American Motors buyer protection plan, still with the best economy car warranty coverage in the industry. Concord and Spirit, for good-looking high-mileage cars, don't sell the tough American short. Concord and Spirit, built to last from American Motors. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. I'm back with you on Drive Time Radio New York. Vinny hanging out with you on a... Saturday summer morning. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful day out there. A bit warm in the 80s, but uh, it's okay. We'll take this over uh, the fog and the rain and the drizzle. Summer has arrived in the Northwest, and that means we're going to be out on the road, driving around, taking trips, going here, going there, going everywhere. And um, in that, we're going to give you an opportunity to do something pretty groovy. 
Uh, we have partnered up with Drive Toward a Cure. This is a group of automotive enthusiasts, manufacturers, uh, suppliers, and people who have gotten together to, to uh, try to do something uh, to help the research, move the research along uh, for Parkinson's disease. It's a disease that affects so many people. We all know somebody. I have two uh, good friends who have been afflicted with this disease. Actually, three good friends. Uh, my uncle had it. So it, it's, it's a cause that's very, very close to me and uh, uh, dear to me. And, and so I have gotten involved with um, uh, a drive toward a cure to try to help them uh, raise money and awareness of uh, Parkinson's disease uh, on both ends, help, help people who have it and people who think they might have it, as well as families of people. And uh, they've come up Drive Toward a Cure with a, a number of fun ways to do this. One of them is called 75 Days of Summer. Now the 75 Days of Summer has started already, but that doesn't stop you uh, because you can participate in this in a bunch of ways. You can drive miles. If you're taking a road trip this year, you can take pledges and do that. You can share uh, your adventures, what you're doing, and you can raise money. There are great prizes uh, to be had for people who raise money, who achieve certain goals. DriveToardACure.org is the website. One gentleman who is doing that is uh, a fellow New Yorker who has uh, gotten in his car and decided to uh, put some miles on it, shall we say. He is heading across country, in and out, back and forth. And he joins us now. He will join us every Saturday, give us an update during the summer and uh, give us an update on what he's doing and where he's going. Jeff Uden is with us. Jeff, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, Vinny. Good to hear you. I'm talking to you from the S's of Watkins Glen International Raceway. Oh, man, that's, uh, you know, next to uh, Lime Rock and Indianapolis, uh, you know, Watkins Glen may be the, uh, the one raceway that everybody says I want to get to, and probably many don't get there. Yeah, it's up here. Well, they're having the historic racing series up here so it's the masters formula one so you get to see vintage formula one cars and then the array of endurance cars is just astonishing from from old stuff to uh uh modern endurance cars one of uh, a very good supporter and a friend of drive toward a cure um david porter is up here with the Le Mans winning um peugeot 908 diesel um, and uh, from 2008, and this thing is like a spaceship, and David is incredibly passionate. Uh, he played host to our Conversations for a Cause uh, program where we filmed folks um, talking about their passion for cars, because for us in Drive Toward a Cure, it's always been about cars, but also that camaraderie that comes with it, uh, the love of talking about your car or finding out about another, chit-chatting about, um, you know, some technical issue or bit of history. So everything that we do is is to try to do some good and raise funds and awareness for Parkinson's and Parkinson's research, but it's 
doing so from an enthusiast standpoint. So you can probably hear the cars now starting. They're just getting on track now. Yeah, when you can mix those together, uh, when you can uh, find that sweet spot that mixes up your enthusiasm for uh, cars and your ability to raise money and get friends to uh, jump in on it and pledge some money, and sometimes it's not a lot of money uh, that um, uh, that they pledge to you, but every penny counts in, uh, when, when you're doing this kind of thing. It's really a lot of fun because you have the commonality of the automotive enthusiasts, and then you have the, also the commonality of wanting to help a cause to do something for people. And when you can mix those together, it's a great thing. Yeah, that's that's what it's been. You know, the legendary Seneca Lodge is where all the racers go after they win. I mean, it's a who's who going back. You know, European racing started here in 48, and this place has been around, and, and it's right on the old circuit. And I'll tell you, I pulled the truck up, and I've got some of our Drive Tour to Cure stickers and, and our QR codes, and um, it's just like you said, everyone's got a story, everyone's got a connection to someone who's been affected by this, and um, it's just a good way. Deb Pollock, um, whoever, who's known in the auto industry, you know Deb, and, and her heart is just as big as, uh, as they come, and um, it affected her, and I happen to be around we started this thing all the way back. Deb and I were at Maserati and Ferrari together, and we did an event with Phil Hill, who was who was stricken with it, and um, and it was pretty spectacular. And um, and it always elicits stories and care, and a desire to do something. So you know, I think anytime those of us who, for me, I commune. For me, church is the road. You know, I like to get it on the road, and um, and yeah. and my sort of fellow parishioners are always uh, other motorheads and car people. So it's been it's been um, really something else seeing the the interest in the program and and the stories, et cetera, up here. You know, amongst all the rest of us folks here at Watkins Glen. That's a great line. Uh, the road is is church because I find it the same way when uh, you know part church part therapy uh you know if you're having problems get in yeah. the car and drive and uh they seem to all go away you know you seem to be able to think there um better uh, you know for me better than almost anywhere else that i think yeah that's that's what and that's very much what the 75 days of summer is about um you know it takes it takes the concept that we we all love to get in on the road or you know, some of us always had something planned. For me, it was a two-month trip. You know, I lost my father uh, in December, and um, so it, it it enables you to do something good and and get out there and and um, and and add something to to the moment. You know, and do some good and raise some money and have some fun. Their drawings, you know, if you, if you go up to drivetortocure.org slash summer, you can read about the program. And um, we just auctioned off um, beautiful, beautiful print of um, there's a drawing of Juan Manuel Fangio's 1957-250F, um, you know, that he made legendary at the Nürburgring uh, and is probably the definitive car, you know, late 50s Formula One car. Uh, next week, there's a Bluetooth speaker from Harman Kardon. There's always action going on. There's there's a whole variety of gifts. 
It costs only $20 to sign up, and you can create a little web page and say what you're doing. But you join a little community of people. I know a couple of my colleagues from the automotive industry uh, are out there doing the same thing, and it and it um, it's just very special. It just adds that extra extra little bit of care and thoughtfulness that you have on the road, and that's very much what Drive Toward a Cure uh, is about as a community. And, and we'll be able to. We're talking to Jeff Dehuden, who is um, driving uh, across country raising money for Drive Toward a Cure, which is a great organization. Uh, I truly suggest you go on their website and click on the 75 Days of Summer, see the people who are behind this, and uh, sign up to support Jeff and in his trip across the sign up just to support the program. Um, you, um, how, how, Where are you going on this trip? We're going to be able to follow you. We're going to talk to you for a couple of minutes every week from now until yeah. Labor Day. You kind of get a get a blast of where you're going. Give me a little bit of an outline of where you're headed this summer. Sure thing. So my, my tour, I dubbed it the Wolves and the Wise. So my father was a scientist. He was, and Vinny, you'll, re, you'll, you'll respect this, he was one of those kids. He grew up in Brownsville, Brooklyn, and he didn't take biochemistry. He took, he majored in biology and chemistry because he didn't know what was going to get him out of Brooklyn. Um, and so he made it out of Brooklyn, and he was very involved in the first computerized system that multitasked blood analyzation. They did six first, and then you could do 12 and 24. So he gave me a love of science and a love of history. Um, he was one of the very early investors in when they reintroduced the wolves into Yellowstone Park. And if you know anything about that, what happened once the wolves came back was that the land reclaimed itself. The grazing animals started to move, and, and they were obviously lessened with wolves there, but they started to hide more. And what you had was all the flora, the fauna, the waterways recreated themselves. And this is over hundreds of thousands of acres. And my dad and I had always planned to go out, and if we couldn't see a wolf or hear one at night, then we wanted to see this area that these beautiful, you know, family-oriented creatures um, had restored. Um, and um, so I'm going to be doing that. He was also a big fan of indigenous cultures, so I'm going to be seeing, uh, stopping at a lot of places. I'm going up to the Black Hills of South Dakota um, to um, to visit those spots and, and, um, and, and just places that... Um, that I think he would have really enjoyed and just sort of try to try to think about my time with him. My father and I were best friends and, um, and he was always fascinated. You know, he, he understood my interest in cars and motorcycles and mini bikes because, you know, it's mechanical. It has a science oriented thing. And it was funny when I started working at Ferrari, once he recognized the technology, he, uh, he became a big Ferrari formula one fan and I got to bring him up to Montreal and uh, bring him in the paddock. And it was, uh, it definitely wasn't, he played basketball in Brooklyn, but, but it was something that he, he really respected and loved. So I'm going to try to hit a number of spots. We're going to be in Chicago um, and Catskin Leather. Um, they do beautiful leather seats for trucks. I myself am in a 2013 Toyota Tacoma, which those of us who own them refer to as tacos. And, Mine's got a six-speed manual, but, um, 
you know, the seats now, it's, it's getting on, on a little bit. And so they're going to put some beautiful seats in there. Um, and uh, they've been involved in the cause, and they've been friends with Deb and, and that sort of thing. So we're going to do a nice stop in Chicago. We're going to do some stuff around Denver and Aurora, Colorado, and Boulder and around there. Um, then for me, it's a matter of just trying to get out in the country as much as I can camp out of the back of this thing and um, see if I can't hear a wolf howl at night. You probably will be able to at some point. I think that, uh, you know, I, I think that the road is going to be crowded this year, obviously. A lot of people are are on the road and, and decided to uh, stick close this year instead of jetting off to Europe or, or Asia, wherever people jet off to. Uh, so you're going to have lots of company out there uh, as far as people. Yeah. But even... You know, even when the road is crowded, it's still cool because you get to talk to people from all different yeah. walks of life out there. Yeah, then that's and that look, you know what? That that ends up being a that up that ends up being, you know, sort of a blessing in disguise there because my goal here, I've been an ambassador and I've been around. So really what I'm trying to do here is get the word out and make sure that people know about this program and understand it. I've had a plenty of people photograph the signage and the QR codes and, and scan them and look them up. And so that that's good for me. And then this little truck here is just fine getting off on. In fact, I love it. I'm an old dirt biker, so it loves getting out deep in, in the forest or the woods. So I'm, I, I plan to get out in the desert. And I, I reckon I'll find some solace out there, you know, and, oh. and, and the space when I need it. Hit the soft flats and just stop in the middle. You'll find all the solace you need if you go early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. Not, not to mention the drifting and the you know the other hijinks that the other stuff that the other hijinks got the bug do. How do people so, get a hold of you? Uh, get a hold of your page. How do they uh, contribute to if they want to do it specifically to you to follow you along? Uh, and they hear uh, your accounts on the show here. How would they do that? It, it, they go to drivetortacure.org slash wolf. And so that was my nick, my father's sort of nickname. And so, um, and then it also represents the wolves there. So they can see my story. Um, they can see the truck and they can see my beautiful 1974 Husqvarna motorcycle up there and and learn a little bit about my story but i would really recommend anyone even if you're planning just one trip it's only twenty dollars you go up you sign up you create a page and um and it it just opens up a world for you that you know prizes an automotive community as we said it's uh for us, it's camaraderie, it's community, and all that. So you can follow me and 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 that sort of thing. But I recommend folks take a look, think about if they're going to be getting on the road, and and decide for themselves that they want to be a part of our group here because it's all we're all automotive people. We've all been around for a long time. We all take this seriously with a big smile on our face. I guess that's probably the best way to to uh, to summarize it. You know, we we love cars. We do this. As our lives for me it's been my career um and but at the same time it's also my love and my passion 
Yeah, I think that's, and when you can do things that in your career that's your love and your passion uh, and go out and, and do something like this and devote that kind of time to it, it's a great thing. Also, uh, for people who do want to get involved with this, uh, if, especially if you're thinking about detailing your car, if you raise a hundred bucks or donate a hundred bucks, mothers will send you a complimentary gift pack worth 150 bucks. So if you're going to go to the store and, you know, get yourself a, uh, you know, bunch of stuff to clean your car, you may as well just uh, do a hundred bucks to drive toward a cure and uh, you'll get your stuff, uh, a gift pack worth 150 bucks. You're already $50 ahead of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Our sponsors have been incredible. Uh, mothers certainly and Haggerty and uh, Maserati and, uh, you know, a, a whole nut cat skin shell, a whole number of others. So it's we we're very lucky, and the prizes are meant for you know they're they're they we understand what it takes to own a car. So that mother's kit is is just I look. I wish I had one now. Much as I love all the all the the mud and grime all over the truck, you know, and at a certain point I'm going to need to get this thing cleaned. And you know, I'm pretty particular about it, so I'm not just going to pull it through a car wash. Yeah, any car guy worth the salt is uh, wants to keep the uh, wants to keep the car clean, man. That's you know that's the uh, yeah. there's nothing like sitting there and looking at a, at a freshly clean car uh, before you take it back yeah. out into the mud. All right, Jeff. Listen, safe travels. We will check in with you next week. See how far you've gotten, and um, you know talk a little bit about what you've seen on the road. I look forward to uh, talking to you on Saturday mornings. Yeah, definitely. Thanks a lot, Vinny. And listen. For the first time in 20 years, let's go New York Knickerbockers, all right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> you know the All right, brother, you take care of yourself enough. out there. All right, all right take it easy. All right, take care. And once again, your website is drive toward a cure, drive You can find Jeff's story at Slash Wolf. Uh, you can contribute uh, to Parkinson's research. Uh, you can find out more about Parkinson's disease on this website. It'll uh, get you a little bit more informed, and uh, hopefully you'll say, hey, you know what, I'll throw in a few bucks to uh, uh, to help out here. And you can also, if you're going on a vacation or you're going on a, a weekend drive, track days, family driving holidays, uh, weekend drive, something like that, there's going to be prizes weekly for most miles driven an overall price so there's lots of lots of ways that you can get involved in this just go to drive toward a cure.org and you can share your adventures at um drive toward a cure and you can use hashtag summer drive 2021 to um put stuff on facebook and on uh instagram uh documenting your uh, your adventures and your travels. I'd love to see uh, posts on there from the Cascades, the Olympics, and uh, 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 the Grand Coulee Dam and all those different places. All right, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and do our cartoon, uh, Saturday morning cartoon, coming up here on Drive Time. It's time to winterize. And it's Sinclair... That means check. Lubricate, check. Transmission and differential, check. Hoses for leaks, check. 
Fan belt, check. Drain radiator. And put in Sinclair antifreeze. Change to Sinclair Triple X. The multi-grade motor oil. With nickel added to armor plate your engine against winter wear. Finally, fill up with Sinclair Dino for fast winter starts. Worry about winter, what for? You've got Sinclair winterizing. It's time now, winterize at the sign of Sinclair. At Sinclair, we care about you, about your car. Don't let that herd mentality lead you off a cliff. We support thinking for yourself on Alternative Talk 1150. Back here on Drive Time Radio Time for a Saturday morning cartoon. An alternative band coming out of Sacramento, California. The name of the band is Kate. And um, what band named Kate wouldn't have a, car, a song about uh, cars and love? Here's Kate on a Saturday morning cartoon. There you go, Kate here on Drive Time Radio and uh, see um, great song that uh, that I found. You know, it's interesting. I found this song. How did I find this song? I was going through. <laughs> I was on a, a dating website, believe it or not. And uh, if you could believe it, I mean, it's how things are done these days. And somebody had this as, as their uh, favorite song on uh, the dating website, Stick Shifts and Safety Belts, the name of the song. And I said, wow, it sounds like a car song. And clicked on it, and sure enough, it was. You never know where that where you're going to find out about a car song, so a, a cartoon. So that is the band Cake out of Sacramento, California, managed uh, at one time, I believe, by my good friend Bonnie Simmons, who uh, for a long time was a DJ on... Um, K-Fog down in San Francisco. All right, we'll take a quick break here. We'll come back with our Drive Time Radio Road Test of the Week as we take you out in the Lincoln Nautilus next here on uh, 1150 KKNW. Ladies and gentlemen, James Dean. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, again. We asked Jimmy over today because he's a racing man himself, a real one, not a crazy one. Incidentally, I think I should explain that Jimmy just stepped over from the set of Giant. And need I add, he plays a Texan. Speaking of racing, have you ever been in a drag race? Are you kidding me? I just thought I'd ask. No, Jim races in the tradition, you might say. Real racing cars, real tracks. How fast will your car go? Oh, an honest miles an hour. Clocked, it'll run about 106, 7. You've won a few races, haven't you? Oh, one or two. Where? Well, I showed pretty good at Palm Springs. I ran a Bakersfield. Jimmy, we probably have a great many young people watching our show tonight, and for their benefit, I'd like your opinion about fast driving on the highway. Do you think it's a good idea? A good point. I, uh, I used to fly around quite a bit, you know. I took a lot of unnecessary chances on the highways. And I started racing, and, uh, and now I drive on the highways, and I'm uh, extra cautious, because you know, no one knows what they're doing half the time. You don't know what this guy's going to do with that one. On a track, there are a lot of men who spend a lot of time developing rules and uh, ways of safety. 
And uh, I find myself being very cautious on the highway. I don't have the urge to, to speed on the highway. People say racing is dangerous, but I'll take my chances on the track any day than on the highway. Well, Gig, I think I'd better take off. Oh, wait a minute, Jimmy. Um, one more question. Do you have any special advice for the young people who drive? Take it easy driving. The life you might save might be mine. You know? <laughs> Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. We're back with you on Drive Time Radio, New York City, with you Saturday morning. It uh, is going to be, uh, you know, what's really kind of cool is uh, this year, obviously last year you didn't have, but this year a lot of the car shows and stuff like that is uh, cars and coffee. Things are coming back where uh, automotive enthusiasts meet up. Triple uh, X root beer is humming again out in Issaquah where it's uh, you know, a car show every uh, Friday, Saturday, especially on Sundays where uh, different uh, groups get together. There's Woodenville Cars and Coffee. Uh, there's, uh, you know, down south and there's a bunch of stuff. There's uh, Dick's drive-ins, uh, which always seem to have uh, a great number of cool cars sitting in the parking lot on a Friday or a Saturday night. I was there, as I said before, I started up being in the parking lot last night, and uh, there was some really extraordinary uh, cars there are a lot of uh, a lot of Volkswagen you know a lot of uh, kids and when I say kids I mean you know I'm 65 I mean when I say kids I, I probably talk about you know people in their 20s and 30 30s are uh, are, are back into cars uh, they're not the traditional classic uh, you know 55 Chevys and 64 Malibus and you know uh, Grand Torinos and Mustangs as much as they are uh, you know, Volkswagen GTIs and a little Fiat Abarths and, you know, different um, uh, foreign cars and different smaller cars. There's even a bunch of people who hop up Chevy um, Cavaliers and, you know, in the smaller Chevys and Pontiac G6s. It's, uh, it's, it's really interesting time. Because uh, a lot of parts are available, a lot of stuff is available to um, uh, reinforce these cars. They're better built than the 55. I mean, you know, if you tried to go around a curve in a 55 Chevy, you were taking your life into your hands. Uh, nowadays, with improvements to suspension parts and, and brakes in some of these cars, I mean, you can do that in a 55 Chevy. The body dynamics aren't uh, probably great to do it, but you can take a Pontiac G6 and, uh, and, and have some fun with it, you know, and, and uh, you know, the uh, little Ford Focus S, uh, STs uh, that are out there are really fun little cars to drive. The cars are smaller, uh, but they seem to be a lot more fun uh, to drive. And I know that everybody complains about stick shifts and so on and so forth that all oh, these kids today, they can't drive stick, but uh, you can have lots of fun with an automatic car. And if you find a stick shift, you can, um, you know, you can have fun. I have a 2000 Toyota Celica. It's a stick shift. I love driving the car. 
Uh, you get in it and you remember the things you had to do to drive. So um, if you get a chance, take the kids out sometime and let them look at uh, and see, uh, you know, some of the automotive stuff that's going on. Maybe they'll catch an interest in it and uh, you'll have your own little car enthusiast in the house as well. Kudos, by the way, to the Washington State Patrol who caught another person uh, this past week throwing stuff um, off of an overpass on I-90. I don't know what satisfaction or fun somebody gets out of, I, you know, I can understand, I guess, if you're an idiot kid that, you know, is, is you know, you're throwing stuff off an overpass. You don't, you know, you just don't know any better. You know, as, as, as my friend Nadine used to say, you just wasn't raised right. But when you catch somebody who's 35 years old throwing stuff off of an overpass or 40 years old throwing stuff off an overpass, that's a whole different kind of stupid. That's, that's just a malicious intent and a disregard for anybody. So I'm glad that the state patrol is out there and they're looking for these people. Um, and hopefully they will be given a long jail sentence so that they will um, set an example for others who want to throw stuff at motorists off of an overpass. It's just there's no reason for it. Those people aren't doing anything to you. You're not going to stop anything. You're not going to put a rock through somebody's windshield, and all of a sudden they're going to they're going to stand up and say, uh, "Oh, you know, you guys are right. You should, uh, you know, stop all war and and uh, vote them." It's not going to happen. That kind of um, of of stuff never wins anybody over. You just hurt people. Really, put your energy towards something else. And if the, the city authorities and the, and, and the authorities can't do anything about these people, then you need to, to do something else. Maybe you need to put uh, an officer on every one of these overpasses for a while until this subsides. Um, and if you're driving at night uh, on I-90 or on I-5, maybe you got to slow down a little bit. and Maybe you have to keep your attention on the overpass uh, as well to make sure that nobody's standing up there and get ready to throw something off in your windshield. It's a lot easier to go 45 miles an hour through downtown Seattle than it is to get a, uh, a chunk of concrete in your, um, in your, through your windshield. I can attest to that uh, from personal experience. Okay. Time now for our weekly car review. The Drive Time Radio Road Test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces and lets you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. The Lincoln Nautilus Black Label. Oh, man. I um, I thoroughly enjoyed this car. I have to, I have to say, from the, the color of the car... Uh, uh, this this uh, SUV, which is, uh, and J&J and Edmonds will appreciate this if they're listening, Flight Blue is the name of the color, uh, to its driving dynamics, to its luxurious interior, 
Uh, the Nautilus is a um, is a quality vehicle. It is uh, comfortable. It's not a race car. It's not a, an SRT. It's not going to go zero to 60 in, you know, three seconds. What it is, is what a luxury car is supposed to be. It has, uh, uh, you know, from the moment you open the door and step into this car and the wheel of uh, the um, uh, the bottom of the door lights up the ground so you can see where you're stepping to sliding into these seats to turning the key to putting the massage feature on and heated feature in the seats so uh, you're getting massaged on a long trip to the spacious rear seats uh, to um, to every bit of this car is well thought out and nicely put together. The only thing that's not, wasn't I thought well thought out, this thing was the gear shift and the starting uh, starter button. They, they are located under the infotainment screen. And if you have a big pair of fingers, you have to like kind of find them in there. It's the uh, push button uh, thing that everybody has fallen in love with over the past uh, few years, uh, push button gear selectors. And in this car, they just have it in a place that uh, is, I think, less than convenient and less than obvious. And so it takes you a minute to kind of, now maybe when you're driving a car over a long period of time, you're gonna know, but it's still, it's a bulky configuration uh, for this car. So Lincoln, who has decided uh, to drop their sedans and uh, go for SUVs, uh, um, really brings some of that Lincoln uh, town car tradition, uh, that, that great ride, uh, that great feeling in these cars. And it is a Sunday driver. It is a car that you want to get into, put the kids in, have them sit back in a nice plush comfortable, supportive leather seats and go for a ride. This is a car that entices you to go on the road, to get out there. Um, the twin turbo V6 all wheel drive uh, that um, come with the black label model, which is the top spec, drives this thing into a really high price range, but it, um, if you're in the market for this type of SUV, if you're in the market for the big family car, uh, the comfort, the um, uh, the handling of this car, and again, this is not a this is a big, heavy car, so it's not a car that you're going to uh, speed compete in. But there are people out there that are looking for luxury, and their redesign of the interior for 2021 uh, with the Sync Four system and everything has really created uh, that cocoon feeling when you're inside this thing. Uh, you can, I don't know, you can kind of see Matthew McConaughey going, you know, lean, doing the lean and thinking about his life. And it's a, it's a contemplative interior. Um, it comes in a couple of different uh, packages. There's a reserve. There's the one that we've talked about, the black label, which is uh, the top. And it's, um, as I said, it's 
not a speed demon. This is a comfortable car. This is a car that will keep you up to speed on I-90 if you're traveling across to Spokane. And if you're out there at night, you have the roof that's gonna open up and let you see the stars. Uh, plenty of luggage room in this thing as well. You get um, uh, the, the V6 black label mileage, uh, 25 MPG highway estimate. Um, it's uh, a, a little under average for uh, this type of car. I, I would expect that you would get a little bit more. But again, if you're buying this car and you're spending uh, $80,000 on this car, you're probably not worried so much about fuel economy in this car. It really, uh, again, when you look at the vast cargo area in this car, uh, a ton of luggage fits in the back of this thing. Um, it's easy to drop the rear seats. It, um, it it might be among the class leaders in room in the car. The sync four system is easy to use. One of the they've gone from the worst to the best in uh, their system. Adjustable suspension, adjustable drive modes in this thing, uh, and their safety features uh, give you everything you could possibly want when it comes to um, when it comes to driving. Uh, you know, and, and safe driving. Uh, you know, it has the NTSA's um, five-star rating. Insurance Institute rated it a little low because of the headlights, uh, but you have the standard automatic emergency braking, the lane keeping is just with the departure warning, and the adoptive cruise control with the lane centering adoptive steering. So you have everything in there. As we said, um, about you're going to go north to $80,000 with this car. And once again, flight blue is the color uh, that you want. But a spectacular vehicle. And I think um, if you're shopping the big American SUVs, this is one uh, that you are compelled to look at, get in, drive. And I think you're going to like what you see from a brand that isn't thought of as much uh, as it should be, Lincoln. So that's gonna do it for us on another edition of Drive Time. We thank you so much. Once again, you go to our Facebook page, you can go to our Instagram page, you'll see stuff about uh, links and everything else of what we did and uh, on today's show. And the podcast is available on Apple Podcasts as well as your local podcast provider. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Thanks to Nathan, the producer, everybody who helps support this show. We really appreciate it, and we will catch up with you next um, Saturday morning if the Lord's will and the creek don't rise here on 1150 KKNW.